1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your
0: confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back, brought to you by Sports Drink. Justin Fields had his second pro day and now he's going third overall. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the guy who advised Joe Douglas not to trade Sam Darnold for the 12th pick. And with me, as always, is A.J., all corners are sons of NFL players, Marchese. It is ridiculous how
0: many uh, the seconds and juniors and just sons of NFL players we have in this in this in this group and in this class in general. Three
1: in, three corners is pretty outrageous, and like all good corners too.
0: Yeah, and 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 we got Warren G's son.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> which is more important than anything. And he's Willie McGinnis. Uh, Godson, just to throw that out there. Oh, brought the facts. Today, we're continuing our 2021 NFL Draft Position Rankings with the cornerbacks and our Divisional Draft Preview with the NFC North. Let's do it. Seven. 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 One, two, One, two,
0: three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up. To Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Suelle. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Eh? Don't draft specialists on the second day. Eh? Maybe draft a punter in the 6 we We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. That's a song.
1: It's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring Home the game with Bet Online. AJ, what if I told you there was an app out there that was a sports talk platform that was live and audio only?
0: Whoa, I wouldn't believe you. It sounds too good to be true.
1: And what if I also threw in that it's free to download and to use?
0: I would say you're a gosh darn madman.
1: What if I told you you could yeah. talk to... Other fans, athletes, insiders, and podcast hosts all in real time. Everyone? That's everyone. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experience on the app, AJ.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'll be going on to a locker room during the first intermission of this Leafs Jets game and getting some hot takes but what's wrong with the power play and the penalty kill and uh, how we can improve our course.
1: All you need to do to do that is download the locker room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter and join the group. Follow all your favorite people there and you'll get notified when the room goes live. So enjoy locker room and enjoy AJ's leaf talk. (laughs) You got to know the local markets.
0: You gotta know wanna the local start, markets.
1: Wanna start a spin-off pub where we just talk leafs and Jays? Not Raptors. <laughs> not the not the team I actually care for in Toronto, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, I still don't understand the, the ten to seven uh playoff tournament, but I'll get there one day. Okay. Noted. Um, just give me some time with it. I know you're you're harping me about it, but just give me some time. I'll figure it out.
1: Okay. So we're doing cornerbacks today. Let's start by mentioning We will be doing nickels in the following show, so there will be probably for both of us a handful of guys who should be top 10 corners when you use it in a broad sense. Uh, That will be on our nickel show, because to me, a cornerback is an outside player who covers the receiver, a nickel is an inside player who is covering slots, and it's a different skill set, different players fit that role differently. Uh, so we're talking about outside cornerbacks specifically today. So guys like, at least for me, Elijah Molden, Aaron Robinson, Asante Samuel Jr., guys who are definitely top 10 corners are not going to be on my list because they will be uh, on my nickels list.
0: Yeah, I, I stuck with Samuel and Robinson uh, as corners. But, uh, you know, I'll give them a shot. I think they both deserve a shot outside first. And like at, at the very worst, they could be high-end. Nichols and well, I,
1: obviously I, 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 me putting them at nickel isn't because I I think that they can't play outside. I think like to me like being a nickel isn't a downgrade from being an outside yep. corner for the most part, yep. right? Like it's the same thing with the slot. Um, I mean, people are trying to argue Julian Edelman to the Hall of Fame right now, and is better than Calvin Johnson and all this stuff uh, because the inside player it's uh, just as important as the outside player.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> that's. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I, agree. you know, what? I, I'm glad you also agree that Edelman should be in the Hall of Fame. Correct.
1: <laughs> but that's hey, if we're, if we're if we're putting Edelman in, let's get Troy Brown in there. Mm-hmm. Let's get Wes Welker in there. Let's get Scotty Miller. Was in there. better that's than all Edelman. Wes Welker was way better than Julian Edelman. Like, not even close. Edelman's just like gritty. I don't. <laughs> I, Edelman was just cool because I could run the triple option with him at Kent State and
0: NCAA. Yeah, he's a cool story. I mean, really good in the playoffs. Like that's for sure. Okay, we but... can't
1: fall into. We're not debating this. I don't know how this happened.
0: There's no debate. I just saying. Stick put him <laughs> but Anyways, in. yeah. So, so Samuel and Robinson are in my top ten. Uh, Molden will be in my nickels. Plus, you move them over to nickel for more content, and I, that's what I respect you for, Rob.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was. I could talk about more good players this way instead of having to talk about. My nickel nine, be like some undrafted guy.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm fine. We can totally gloss over them today, and because we're doing the next episode tomorrow, we're kind of bunching these two together. We can do Robinson and Samuel tomorrow, and, and give them the, the the time they really deserve. I'm cool with that.
1: Wow, you just always bow down to me, don't you?
0: It's, I, I'm making content here. That's I'm just I'm just a content mill.
1: Well, well, then why why haven't you put out your Julian Edelman's Hall of Fame rap? <laughs> That's
0: I, <laughs> At the end of the show, when when we sign off, uh, I'll just stick around and do a 35 minute <laughs> monologue. Why, why don't you hop on locker room and do a live talk about yeah, it? Well, this is no. So, the, my, sorry, just to say, my 35 minute monologue is actually just a preview for my three hour uh, locker room seminar about, about it. Seminar.
1: Okay, we we gotta get out of this. We have gotta talk about the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Overall, corner group. Obviously, a ton of ton of top end talent, multiple mm-hmm. first rounders. Um, for me, I thought some solid depth into day two. I found after my top ten, it really fell off a lot. Um, obviously, again, I don't have some guys that you're gonna have. Some of the guys I, I, I yeah. put in the nickel category, so that's gonna hurt the outside corner depth. But I like there's not a lot of guys I would necessarily be banging the table for on day three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But, obviously, again, the, the top-end talent is big time, and, and there's there's a couple more starters you're going to get on day two with big upside.
0: Yeah, so so just to break this down quick, I got two first-round grades only. I got a borderline first-round grade. Then I have five, like, seven second-round grades. So that, that's a big group there for me. Um, and then only one guy in the third, and then, like, four guys in the fourth, and then that's, that's kind of... That, so it drops off pretty quick there. And again,
1: you've got... Uh, you're bunching Samuel and uh, Robinson into that, right? Exactly. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, because for me, I've got three first-round grades and then kind of uh, a borderline first mm-hmm. um, and then like four firm seconds and mm-hmm. then like a kind of a a guy who's late day three or late late day two
0: yeah uh, so similar um i'm interested who your your four firm seconds are maybe maybe it's just of my guys are my borderline seconds because two my firm seconds are uh, robinson and samuel so
1: yeah that's what i figured who i will tell you on the next episode whether or not i think they're firm (laughs) seconds
0: (laughs) stay tuned uh yeah let's let's no, I, I think
1: it's better to save them for um for the nickel talk anyway. So I'm down with that. Um, but yeah, o- overall, lots of top end talent in this group. I think th- we'll end up with three first round corners for sure, like actually selected in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe Caleb Farley slides just because of the the back thing. But other than that, uh, I, I would firmly say we end up. With three and maybe four,
0: yeah, I, I I agree. And the
1: third could be Farley or Newsom, in my opinion. Yes, agreed. Uh, And let let's let's start with highest floor then. Uh, Again, really good group. Kind of hard to, especially with the top two guys for me at least, hard to kind of pick who had the higher floor. But uh, give me yours,
0: Uh, Patrick Sertan. I think agree. Yeah. Um and just to flip it, I, I put JC Horn for a high ceiling though. So
1: okay, fair. I, I put him for best bet.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, Sertan's my best bet. So uh, Sertan, uh, we'll get it out of there. He's my he's my corner one. Um, top fifteen grade on him. I, I think you have Horn in corner one. Not to spoil anything, but yeah, I did. <laughs> we'll get there.
1: Spoiled. Now you don't have to listen to the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. <same. laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. But you've already um, no.
1: downloaded it, so we don't care.
0: That's a good point a good point i don't know how i don't even look at the apple analytics so i don't care if you're stopping after six minutes don't matter to me um <laughs> Patrick Sertan. big boy 6 208 checks the checks the old seahawks arms box at 32 and a half inches <laughs> <laughs> i'll mention that multiple times don't worry tested really well it. um like it, that's that's pro, prototype stuff all around there and he's just so um so smooth he's so smooth like his feet are so quick so smooth um like he, he pattern matches very well. Like off the line he, too, he's he's mirroring a, off a of press. Um, he you throw he, to me, he
1: is the most scheme versatile corner of the group. You mentioned like obviously Alabama plays a ton of pattern match. He is yeah one of the best pattern match corners I've seen. Um, so natural. Re- like reading the receivers, shifting the yeah. zone. And you mentioned his ability to mirror. His feet are so soft and so mm-hmm. quick. Um, I know some people had some concerns about his long speed. If you're trying to kind of nitpick his game, but I didn't really have that issue. And then he ran four four two. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He he is so technically sound, so fluid, wonderful feet, um, great ball skills uh awesome eyes in zone i think he's better in zone than he is in man and i think he's awesome in man uh, yeah no,
0: that's fair like you know it's just the game really seems to slow down for him and that's yes. something you don't see with a lot of corners um, it's, it's and that's almost
1: why he, like yeah it's, it's it's almost like he was born to play corner
0: yeah yeah no for sure um and yeah like you said the instincts are great his eyes it's, are great uh, football like... IQ is all there. Um, competitive as hell. He gives all effort every play. Like he's he's he's. he's I think he's super clean. I, he's my top corner. He's a top fifteen I grade. Um, he, I think he's going tenth to the Cowboys.
1: He's so yeah. I think he'll be the first corner off the board. Although I do have JC Horn as my corner one. Um, it's just because yeah. There's it's there's so few holes you can poke in him. It's like yeah. It feels like almost maybe his dad was an all pro. That's how talented he is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but when you got that bloodline, and the NFL loves bloodlines. His dad was awesome for the. I I remember him more for the Chiefs than the Dolphins, but mm-hmm, me too. He, he was he was awesome. JC Horn's dad not too bad either. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He doesn't. We we've had D Milner comes to mind when you think of Alabama corner best. Like he is so much better than whatever D. Milner was coming out, and I think he's a a more natural cover man than Marlon Humphrey was coming out. Um, he, I think he's that's unbelievable. Fair. I I do think, yeah, I think he's first corner off the board. I don't know where you said ten Cowboys. Um, yeah, um, he he's perfect. I love him. And, yeah, and the I, fact I, that he's that long too and moves so like a, a lot yeah. of the time with a corner with that type of size. They're going to be either tight in the hips, have some wonky feet. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, you'll be able to poke holes in them uh, technically. He doesn't have that. There's, he's one of the cleaner prospects in this draft, and yeah. he's he's physical enough. Like I don't think he's J.C. Horn physical, but he's physical enough. Um, he's really balanced in his press, and he's willing enough to come in and run support.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'll, I'll poke, I'll poke some holes, not we can't just only praise. You. I mean, we could, but. Um, I will say he, he's maybe not as strong as you'd expect for a guy that's 6'2", yeah, 208 yeah.
1: but like, it's not enough
0: to to be a concern. Um,
1: yeah, like he's not the same pr- animal impressed that J C Horn is.
0: No, no. Um, you see him not being great working off blocks, and I honestly I think that's a concern with a lot of guys in this group. I, I found to be honest. Um. And then when you look at the athlete he is, he is super smooth and he's more smooth than an explosive athlete, um, which I guess you can offer, but I don't know. When he's so smooth and clean, uh, I don't I don't really care.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, your high ceiling. You said J.C. Horn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. J.C. Horn's my highest ceiling. Uh, my uh, quarterback, too. And I've got him for anything. best
1: bet. My corner one. He him and Sertain, I, I think in most years, they like Horn and Sertain would be the consensus ones, but they're both just so very good. Um, yeah. I think Horn's a little bit more twitchy than Sertain. Yep. Yep. He's also a lot more physical in press. Uh, I think he's more natural in man coverage. He's not the same player in zone that Sertain is. Um, I think he's the type of guy you want him playing press man. Yep. Uh, he is. He is very, very balanced in press, and he consistently takes receivers, uh, knocks receivers off time because it. His his initial punch is so physical. Um, he can get over aggressive and a little grabby too yeah. downfield, and it, like he's gonna get called for pi at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: five five flags in seven games this year.
1: Yeah, like I think that's something he he's going to need to clean up in the NFL. Um, Definitely. But, again, I think more twitchy than Sertain. I think mm-hmm. he's got better ball skills than Sertain. I think he does a better job locating ball and phase than Sertain. Um, I think both of them have fantastic feet. I think Sertain's a little more, you mentioned the smoothness with him. I think he's more fluid in, in his hips. Not that horn, is Agreed. it? Agreed. It, it's but, like
0: he's, his, his hips are very slightly sticky. Like, not enough to um, be worried about. Mm. But when you're comparing him to Patrick Sertain, yeah, a little little yeah. more sticky. And,
1: and it feels like because they're both so good, it's easier to if you want to yeah. just just compare them to each other. And um, yeah, I think Horn is the more natural press man corner. certain mm-hmm. gives you again more schematic versatility with what he can do in coverage, uh, and he's the smoother athlete. Where Horn is the more explosive, twitchy guy. Yeah. Uh, both built really well. So Horn six one two oh five. And, and again, group, I think man. yes, and I think Horn's a little more. Um, physical in terms of run support as well not yeah no he's he, he's not like he and like gonna knock you out there's like he's not elijah molden who's obviously gonna be in our nickel group but the, some of the nickels are are quite willing you're you're right some of the corners are not quite the best at uh at shedding blocks and kind of sticking their nose in horn mm-hmm. horn it's not an issue for me though no no he, he's got some physical tackles for sure and uh Every snap, uh, it's physical. It's
0: both against the run and, and in the past. Like, you watched him play Kyle Pitts, uh, physical as hell. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun matchup. I remember, like, I think, I think the very first snap of the game, Pitts, like, pushed him into the dirt, kind of got him off card. The ball was backside and away from the play, right? Mm-hmm. And put him in the dirt. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe a quarter later, Horn, Horn got him back and kind of finished him. Same situation. So, I don't know. I love that. He's, he's got that dog mentality to him, um and yet like he's competitive as fuck he's got the alpha mentality Uh, you can see it on the field and yeah not not worried at all in the tackler the the physicality works into that part too go ahead yeah i
1: put i put i put in my notes um that like he he's the type of guy who he matches up he's gonna follow whoever like you Mm -hmm. mentioned him versus Pitts. like they had him following Pitts at times in that florida game yeah that's kind of the way i look at him uh at the at the next level for a team yeah, that and, plays a lot of man and wants their their best corner to shadow the best playmaker on the other side, that's what I think you're doing with Horn. And
0: and in man, he's he makes the window so tight. Like, he, he's sticky as hell in coverage. Um, he just eliminates space. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 the ball skills question, it's like his hands are really good um, – just to get on the ball, but he, you like to see him bring in more interceptions. He only, he only had like two career interceptions. He dropped four. Um, so I, like, I, I can see that, but like, you're not, you know, the PBU, you know what I mean? He's finding the ball and he's knocking him down. He's just not bringing them in, um, consistently. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, like he, he can get grabby at the top of the route. Um, you see his offhand kind of grabbing a rapid times. He's got to clean that up. Um, and like, yeah, uh, it's the biggest
1: with them, and that and that, that comes back to why I think certaines and you obviously yeah. agree has the higher floor. I, I think you're yeah. very comfortable from day one with Certain. Um and, and obviously you have Horn with the higher ceiling. Horn just his upside, like to be a mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey type island corner, is very exciting, um, and, and that's not to say Sertain can't be an all pro as well. Like they're both they're both top fifteen, no doubt, players to me. I,
0: I, I actually have, like, a mid-first-round grade with Horn, but in, in terms of the I actual draft, uh, yeah, he's he's not I'm, getting on the top 15.
1: I'm always going to fall in love with the, the guys who kind of play with that psycho mentality. Sertain's very calm, though, and, and like, yeah. I mean that as a positive.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Like like I said, it's like the game slows down for him. He's level-headed. It, it's just, you know, playing play out ho-hum. I'm here those to, to two, cover this guy.
1: Those are the two type of mindsets I, I think you look for. In a DB, yeah. either the absolute yeah. dog that Horn is, or the certain very calm, patient, totally agree, playmaker. Um, yeah, uh, time
0: in and time out in the NFL, those are the guys that you see succeed. Either the, the the fiery dog, or just the guy that's like, okay, this is my job to shut you down, and I'm going to do it. No big deal.
1: Yeah, like Darrell Revis was that, like the calm yeah. guy. and, yeah, and Sherman Jay- Jaylen, was the dog. Like you know what I Jaylen mean. Jalen like, and yeah, and Sherman are that, and pa- Patrick Peterson more of the calm guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep, totally, for sure. Um, Okay, my high ceiling, I actually went with Caleb Farley, uh, the Virginia Tech corner who obviously opted out of the season, was looked at as the potential corner one entering the year, opt Mm -hmm. out. Um, He uh, also, uh, after last season, had back surgery, just recently had another back surgery, so that's kind of like the big question with him. Didn't get his testing numbers. Um, 6'1", 207, obviously well built. Was Eleventh on Bruce Feldman's freaks list before the year, and if you're you're wondering how trustworthy is the freaks list, well, I mean, quitty Pay was one. His numbers kind of stacked up to what was said. Boogie Basham was two. His numbers mm-hmm. stacked. Jason away was four. Like the the guys on the list who were part of this, uh, part of this draft process have very like very much stacked up to what was said. Um, yeah. and, and he mentions in this that he clocked a blazing four, 24.16 miles per hour on his GPS tracker against Notre Dame. So, you know, that top end speed, that explosiveness is there. And you see that on tape, obviously it's mm-hmm. a sophomore tape. And the other thing with Farley is he was a high school quarterback. Um, he was originally a receiver of Virginia tech who, who redshirted, made the switch. Um, so only really two years of playing corner. So. Yeah, can be looked at as a negative or a positive. Like he's raw with all this talent as he's still learning the position, or he he's raw, he's got the injury history. Yeah. How's the development gonna look? He he's a big question mark. I think you could justify putting him as a wild card even. Um, just especially with the recent injury or surgery. Um I, I did put him for my wild card, by the way. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh and, but I again athleticism size yep. upside. Uh I love him in press man. I think he is a natural man cover corner. Mm-hmm. Um, has really impressive ball skills for a guy who's still new to the position. I thought he, he did a really good job consistently locating and not just locating in phase and getting out and making play, but getting his hands and in, in into the receiver's hands with the ball's coming in, timing with yep. the, with playing the ball. Like ball skills aren't just interceptions; it's more i mean i think to most people they're less about the interceptions and more about the ability to locate and break mm-hmm. up because ultimately doing that consistently is more important um really good feet i found for a bigger corner really smooth hips everything every athleticism box is checked um and really physical and press. uh again you worry like he, he you can tell he is raw especially mm-hmm. when asked to play zone um It feels like he doesn't totally trust his eyes at times. He could be a hair late in in, in making a play in zone. Uh, And then it just – really with him, it's all going to come back to the injury stuff and just being so new to the position still. Like, it's – do you think he ends up going in the first round considering two offseason in a row back surgery?
0: Uh, I I think he goes – between twenty eight and thirty five. Yeah, so I'll, late, I'll go really narrow there. Yeah. Are,
1: are you fourth corner off the board?
0: Not for me. Not for me. Um, no, but but no, I, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. Just, I know. Yeah, like
1: I know. that. I, I like he's my corner three. Is he your corner three? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see Greg Newsom go ahead of him.
0: No, me neither. Not at all. Um, so yeah, I, like I, I think it's a fifty-fifty chance if he's corner three or four. Okay.
1: Um, in, uh, I, I guess the, the there's a chance someone could re- like take him before then, though, assuming let's say Horn and Sertain are both gone top 15. Mm-hmm. Like there, look, corner is a big need. I bet Newsom ends up going mid, early twenties. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it's tough. Again, it's really tough just because we don't really know what's up with that back. But again, lots of upside there.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me, let me just add to the Farley conversation. Yeah, here. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, definitely definitely better in man than zone and kind of played more uh zone at vatech um yeah kind of like didn't highlight his uh, his ability as much and then yeah like like all the concerns in there that, that's why i got him from a wild card the injury history opting out um the cor- transitioning from quarterback just a couple years ago um and, and like you said that can all just that could all be an, a, a highlight because he is a really good athlete you know that for sure i, I think maybe it's more of a a long speed than an explosiveness um but uh, like that's not like a, not like majorly not like i'm saying he's not explosive um because you see the click and close
1: yeah um, that, when he has to I, that,
0: that's there uh, i that, think that's ahead.
1: the thing that stood out the most with him was his click and close is is like it wowed me mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah it, it's you know he almost didn't have to do it that often but when he does you know very impressive um mm-hmm. And going back to the ball skills, yeah, like for a guy who isn't, you know, is pretty raw in a lot of aspects of his game, um, he's not raw in uh, like working around guys for PBU's, like on the slant, like yeah, you know, he keeps his offhand clean and he he knows how to get in front of a guy or his arms in front of the guy and knock down the ball. Like you said, getting getting to that catch point, um, putting his hands—that's really all it is. Playing playing corners, putting your hands in between the receiver's hands. That's that's all you got to do. Wow. <laughs> it's easier said than Thanks done though. You. <laughs> um but yeah like like going to the raw side like i, I think his uh, his back pedal is a little choppy like I, i'm not sure if he's like high cuts or if he just plays high but i think sometimes it, it kind of slows his transitions down um and, and he can get over aggressive. you see him get beat by double moves um with decent frequency not not like some other guys but again it's a borderline top uh you know borderline first round guy for me like grade wise the yeah, the
1: th- the thing with the, the drop off from ascertain uh, and and a horn who I think are instant pro ready guys like f- mm-hmm. fairly I I I don't know that he'll be starting right away right like I would, yeah I would maybe rather him not start right away um, yeah
0: especially especially given the recovery process and, and yeah like I, I, I would
1: I, I would argue Greg Newsom is more pro ready than Kill Parley um, yeah floor yeah
0: no I agree agreed.
1: Uh, anyway, really, really good group of corners here. Um, value pick though. Who's who's the guy on day three that like I, I mentioned? There's not a lot of guys I love on day three that I'm trying to bang the table for. I'm more yeah. so on the with the outside corners, there's a couple of nickels I do like there. But um, who who are you looking at there?
0: So I I think he might be in your top 100, but I, I got a mid fourth on him. Um, had an awesome senior role. Keith Taylor from Washington. Look, he, it, this he is, is really not, just going to.
1: No, I he is I he's right in this range for me too, like just outside. Okay, outside of the top one hundred, uh, early okay. day day three.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I can tell you where he is on my board in a second. Uh, but really, this this whole part is just gonna be AJ's falling in love with <laughs> tall yeah. and long corners. What else is new? Yeah, exactly. I I think sorry, I'm just checking. I'm pretty sure he is in my t- no. He's just outside my top one hundred. Anyways, um. Yeah, no, I, I like Keith Taylor a lot. You throw that senior bowl performance into the mix, I, I like it's, it's going to make me it's going to endear myself to guys or themselves to me um, a lot when you have a when you have a great senior bowl because um, he's definitely one of the standouts. He was the game MVP in my opinion. It just f- physical and competitive all week, um, bit grabby, and you do see that uh, uh, on tape. Um, and I, I think like you know he kind of struggled to find the football um, at Washington. Looked better at that. In the Senior Bowl, um, I, for a bigger guy, I guess he's not the heavy. He's only one eighty seven, but he's six two. Um, another guy doesn't get off blocks overly effectively. He's not that strong. He's not—he's not a terrible tackler, but he's a bit of a diver. Um, but but with that length, um, he's got—he ran a four five three, but he's got straight line speed to stay in stride uh, on deep routes. I got no issues there. The feet are quick. Um, he can—he can pattern match. Uh, the hips are fluid for a guy that that tall. Um, test it well so all, all of those ingredients if you're getting him you know between 100 and 120 um, that's someone that I, I think you really want to
1: want to bet on there yeah like I don't think he's a pro bowl type guy but could definitely yeah. start for a couple seasons has like I got a Drake Kirkpatrick uh, comp on him <laughs> I do worry I, I, yeah I, I do because I think he's at his best uh, again press man using that length yeah. I do worry because he is wiry and he's a little slight, and you mentioned mm-hmm. him being 187. I do worry about how that will work against bigger NFL wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, the athleticism, like it, it's enough for his style of play at least. I, I want to see him do a better job uh, finding the ball, especially in phase. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he can kind of get lost, and I don't love his eyes in zone, but I do think... Like he he can he puts himself in the position. I just think he needs to do a better job again locating ball. Uh,
0: yeah, agreed. And and but, and like I said, he cleaned a lot. And the senior bowl is hard to um you know, it, it's not game tape, but he did do it in the senior bowl game and in practice. So. He
1: he is my corner eleven, so um I do think thirteen like fourth, for me. Yeah. Fourth round. Uh, oh, and, same same. Yeah, when you take out to Robinson say. and Samuel. Yeah. So we have, we're, we're like minded on him. It sounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I've, AJ, my value pick's got to be a guy we've been talking about for like four years. Um, Cam Bynum from Cal. I'm not giving up on, on my love for Cam Bynum. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. He might not be the most athletic guy. This guy. How many guys are four-year starters, two-time captains? I I know he didn't test all that great. Um, yeah. And, and you it shows up on tape. like The biggest questions mm-hmm. with him when you watch the tape is long speed, um, he is not that twitchy an athlete. He's a little robotic. He's really sound in zone. He played a lot of zone at Cal. He is really sound and has great instincts and eyes. He's a very willing run supporter. I I kind of cheated because I actually think he's a safety, but I wanted to put him here. Um, and I think he's a day three uh, yeah. guy who you're going to move to safety and you're going to get a lot more value with him there. Uh, and a guy who's going to bring special teams willingness uh, again i referenced the four-year starter two-time captain apparently people rave about his football character i love cam bottom i love the way he plays i love that he makes up for that kind of that being a step slow by just putting himself in a good position to make a play and knowing again the instincts the, the cover instincts for the out. and that's why i think he's better fit for safety as well so uh where, where do you have him uh, he's my corner twelve.
0: Oh, okay, so you are high you are on him. I, got, I think he's like an early six-round guy for me. Um,
1: uh, I can tell you where on my boardy he is he is. I, I do
0: agree, though, that probably uh, a move to safety. 140, okay. So, like, that's uh, like fifth. Like fifth. Yeah. So we're, yeah. not, we're, not, we're not even too far away. Um, yeah, no, I, I do agree that um, a move to safety probably in the cards. And I, I kept him a corner, too. Um, and, and probably beneficial for him as well.
1: Yeah, um, the only way I think he could stick at corners if he went to a team that plays a, um, uh, like a ton of zone.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: No, for sure. Um, okay. How about your sleeper? What, What, who, who do you like? I guess mid to late day three, we'll say.
0: Yeah, I, I have an early fifth on him, um. I'm not sure where he's going to go. He's a bit of a wild card. Uh, Brandon Stevens from SMU. Yo, that's perfect. pick.
1: Ah, yeah. I mean, Let's go. I mean, when, when you see that size and yeah. the testing at that size, and then he he played running back at UCLA before transferring to SMU, there's all this stuff that gets you really interested in him. Mm-hmm. He's another yeah, guy for, who might be a safety in the NFL. But Yeah, he might be. It's, you can see that twitch and he is just so much bigger especially in the uh he's so much bigger at corner than most of the corners you'll see there yeah
0: he he's 6 foot 2 13 uh he, he's got the length to him too and like you said he ran a 444 four. uh he jumped really well uh under under seventh cone which I'm i guess it's just really the, the box check there um yeah like he, he, know what the interesting thing is too like yeah like you said he went to UCLA as a running back uh played a little bit but he started every game since he transferred to SMU, which is, I don't know that that I, that just speaks something. You know what I mean? It's, it's captain. Too. It's not like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, only one career interception, but it was that awesome. Hey, I think we got like thirty retweets or something from it. Awesome <laughs> leaping interception against North Texas this year, um, in the end zone. Um, but I, I like I think like you see some some nice ball skills to him for sure though. He's just like, also sorry, just that. Like I said, explosive mover, uh, uh, really competitive. Um, he's a guy who fights through blocks pretty well. Um, I think he's gonna like he might be a day one special teamer. Um, he's yes. aggressive as hell as a run defender. He's a solid tackler. It's just you know he's learning the position, so he's still super super raw. Um, and,
1: and part of the reason I ahead. think I moved to safety makes it. Too, said, I think he's pretty he's stiff in the hips and his feet are a little slow, and that comes back to he's new mm-hmm. with the feet at least. He's, he's newer to the yeah. position, um, and that's yeah. I I. I I threw up comp, and it's, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's lofty, but the old Bills safety Aaron Williams, who I think retired because of a medical thing, but I really liked Aaron Williams at Texas, and he played corner there. He shifted mm-hmm. the safety for the Bills, and he was a really quality starting safety. Um, and I just think Brandon, Brandon Stevens reminded me a lot of him.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good one. And, yeah, um, you're right. He definitely might be, uh, his, his talents might be better suited for safety. And he's got that, you know, there's a couple guys that, in this group that I'm like, well, maybe they're safeties, but they don't quite have the, um, you know, the the instincts in the run and or the aggressiveness in the run. And I don't think that's an issue for Stevens. Um, no. So I, that's a good, good thing. And you do see like quicker guys cross him up um, off the line. He had some penalties. I think he had seven flags this year. So there, there's a lot of that stuff to clean up to clean up with, but no, uh move to safety could be, uh, no, could be really beneficial. I'm going to keep him at corner. I'll give him a shot outside, um, but if you if, if you know, I think you can move him to safety.
1: Uh, okay, who's your who's your deep sleeper?
0: Uh, hey, like I said, it's it's just more of uh, big, big and long guys. So uh, I'm going to uh, your favorite state in the nation, uh, the beautiful state of Oregon, and the Oregon State Beavers with uh, Nushan Wright, their corner, who is six foot four, 183 pounds. So he's, he's tall and lanky and long as hell, 33-inch um, 30, arms. I'll keep throwing that out there. Um, who transferred from the City College of San Francisco to Laney College to Oregon State, converted from uh, a wide receiver in 2018. Go last ahead.
1: chance you fans will remember him. His, his I was brother for, was a, a main yeah. person on the show, and he was a bit on the show, but his brother is exactly. also at Oregon State now and also very tall.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, so, I mean, the, all that rawness of learning the position show up. Like, he's – honestly, he just doesn't look that comfortable at times out there. He's, he's grabby at the top of his routes. Um, he's a bit tight off the line when he's trying to mirror uh, off press. Like, the footwork is sl- sloppy. Um, but I, I, he's he, – again, with that length, uh, he ran a 4.47. That checks a box when you're that size. Um, and I, I think you, you see, like, some of the – like, that deep speed. I don't think it's lacking there. Yeah. Um, Solid impress, more of a one-arm, you know, jab kind of run style. Um, but his feet are really quick for a guy his size. And, you know, he, he flashes some really nice tackling. He's got a good nose for the football. He's a couple, a couple just, you know, trying to rip the ball out, which I always appreciate at any defensive position. Um, and, like, with that wide receiver background, he flashes some ball skills, and he's physical at the catch point. So, like, again, you're probably getting this guy. Like, I, I got a mid-six round grade on him. You're probably getting him sixth, seventh, maybe UDFA. Um, but all those traits, I think like there's a lot that you're going to want to just get them to your DB's
1: coach and, and have them get coached up. Okay, my pick is Illinois' Nate Hobbs. Didn't get a combine invite, should have. Um, basically like a three-and-a-half-year starter for Lovie Smith. 5'11", 196, ridiculous numbers. Um, 4'4", 8'40", but his jumping numbers are crazy. Um, good three-cone-two, 6'8", Really productive at Illinois, uh, well-built. I think he's got a chance to be a late 7th because of special teams potential too. Um, but UDFA guy, and you're betting on length. I'm betting on explosive twitchiness. Uh, mm-hmm. And Nate Hobbs raw, but again, played a ton of football in the Big Ten, was productive, and um, not the most technically sound guy, but you can see the twitch on tape. And really, he's quite physical. Like, he's very, he'll stick his nose in, I guess, run. Um, needs to do a better ball fi- a better job finding the ball in phase. And um, needs to be, I don't know, more confident, I guess is the word. Can get a little overly physical. But mm-hmm. I think you you, you got to bet on, if you're UDFA, there, there's got to be a reason. With Nayshawn, right, it's the length. With Nay Hobbs, it's the athleticism.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, again, yeah, <laughs> when you are getting to day three, I think you are betting on uh, on a uh, production uh, or length or athleticism or a combo of the of the above.
1: Okay, your wild card was Caleb Farley. K- mine is um, mine is Kelvin Joseph. That was Kentucky. my other choice. Yeah. Yeah, those felt like the two <clears throat> smart choices. Um, originally went to LSU, transferred after a year, ended up at Kentucky. Was. A big-time recruit. I think he was a five-star. And was an instant impact starter his first year on the field at Kentucky as a redshirt sophomore this year. Was playing really good football. Then there are concerns because basically he was playing, we'll say more laxadaisically as the season went Mm -hmm. on. Uh, And Mark Stoops basically told him to opt out um, because if he wasn't going to bring it on the field, then... Like just opt out and go get ready for the NFL, basically. Um, but you 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 watch the tape, you can see why he was a big recruit, why he was originally at LSU, and why he's probably going top one hundred. Should go top one hundred based on the tape. Um, now, how high he could go? Let's say he had played the whole season at Kentucky. Let's say he played two. Like he, did, he's a guy who has the the tools to have been a first round pick. Uh, yeah, he is. I I love him in man coverage. I think he is so explosive and has awesome feet, especially for a guy who just didn't play that much college football and played really mm-hmm. well when he was on the field in the SEC. Tested awesome. Um, now, the the things that need to be worked on, he's a little wonky in zone, uh, lacks cover instincts, ball Needs to find it way more consistently. He's a kind of guy who who's willing to gamble, so he'll get beat gambling, yeah. but he'll also make yeah. the big play gambling. Um, I like my pro comp because of that. That's a teaser, um, and not the most like. I mean, when when you hear about the reason he opted out, uh, it probably doesn't come as a surprise that he's not the most willing run defender.
0: <laughs> and yeah, uh, some some
1: silly penalties in there too. Yeah, um, like you, the raw. It's it's you're. He is a very boomer bust. He might be the most yes. boomer bust of the group.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I like, I think I'm lower than where he'll end up going. Um, I Like, I'm a, I'm a late second, early third round. I think he's going to go in the second round um, because of the athleticism, because of the, the the pedigree to him. But, yeah, like, when you throw in, you know, like you said, there's they say there's maturity and accountability issues. He got suspended at LSU right before he left. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and only started, like, nine games <laughs> in his college yeah. career. But when you throw in the size, the athleticism, he ran a four three four, uh, the click and close burst. Um, he, you know what? You're right. He, he doesn't find the ball too great, but he's got soft hands when he gets there. Um, so you, you like that. You, you can see some potential with him um, becoming a, a high end or not high end, but you know, bringing interceptions down. Like all, all, all the packages there. But yeah, he just, he just, he, he's like you're right. He's totally one of the biggest boomer bust guys, eh, maybe in the whole, in the whole yep. class.
1: Yep. Uh, and then your best bet was ascertain correct and mine was JC horn so it's a good class that. yes those two are awesome though but it's so fun to watch a great corner play football
0: yeah no it, it is and like I said just how easy certain makes it look just just really um she really's like okay he's this is the guy and you know honestly I think him and horn go within three picks of each other I yeah think, and I wouldn't be surprised if Horn is the first one at all. Um, but I think regardless, it, like say say Horn goes 10 Sertan's coming off the board 12, 13, 14 at the latest. Agreed.
1: Um you know, you mentioned I don't know, I had a transition planned and then you kept talking, and I can't remember what it was. I but mentioned it though, for sure. You definitely mentioned it and something that it reminded me of was Canon's sunglasses. Your outdoor experience could be better. Clearly better. Kanon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lens for optimal clarity. The clarity you need to scout corners. Using (laughs) Japanese optics, Kanon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than the other lenses. And are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Kanon sunglasses elevate your experience outside. With a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive exclusive code KnunCast fifteen at canon.com to receive fifteen percent off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T fifteen. K None clearly batter. Uh, AJ, do you wear your canons when you're scouting? Uh so, so
0: it's the only way I do scout, buddy. It's you can't you can't do it without it. Especially when you got those uh you know those rainy tapes and <laughs> Those that, that Oregon Oregon State
1: game where you can barely see the field. You gotta wear your canons. Speaking of Oregon State and it maybe it's nighttime and that makes me think of the Pac Twelve After Dark. And Pac-Twelve After Dark makes me think of Bet Online because there's no better way to spend a Friday night in the fall than watching Pac Twelve After Dark when you got some money on the line that if it cashes in, you got beer for all day Saturday drinking for the games, which you've also bet on. So If you want to have a great weekend every weekend and weekday because sports are also on the weekdays, (laughs) betonline.ag has all the betting action. Hey, I was talking about college football, but guess what? The NBA and baseball and uh, even hockey are all happening. Golf, the Masters. AJ won so much money at the Masters because of how much betonline was used to profit. (laughs) I had had a lot of Hideki fucking stocks, baby. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Um, okay, before we count down, um, corners usually one of the positions that has the most players taken. Um, and if you're calling all nickels corners, uh, I probably yeah. got something like thirty draftables. Um, uh, yeah, yeah and in last year there was 27 corners taken 2019 there's 32 which was the most in the draft uh, among positions 2018 29 2017 34 which again led the led the positions and then twenty sixteen, thirty two. 2016 32 so generally we're touching the 30s it's a lot of, there's always a lot of corners it's corners and wide receivers which i mean not surprising not surprising um ugh, i can't wait for the day it's punters and kickers <laughs> go go to the CFL draft if you want that action, baby. Uh okay. Do you hit me with your fifteen to eleven and then we'll actually break down our top tens.
0: Alright. Fifteen for me. Uh speaking of Oregon again. Thomas Graham. I've got from him at nickel. The... Okay. All right. Interesting conversation. Uh there. I get it. I I I'll I'll keep him aside. Um I got my comp. I I don't know. My, my comps are my comps are weird this week. Duke Dawson, but better. Duke Dawson that went for the in the second round but this guy's gonna play like he goes in the fourth round where Duke Dawson should've went 14 for me uh, from Canada baby Benjamin St. Juice from Minnesota Uh, another weird comp uh, clean Holton Hill hey mine too (laughs) 13 for me Uh, Keith Taylor who we already talked about Uh, sorry just say uh, Thomas Graham late 4th round grade St. Juice in mid 4th I'm high on this group Taylor's in mid 4th like I said my comp for him is uh, Aline Rasul Douglas, who you know I loved. Um, 12 for me, uh, one of the big risers. I don't know where he's going to go. Robert Rochelle from Central Arkansas. I don't have him in the top 100. I think he's like 101 on my board as this as we talk. Uh, early fourth-round grade. Uh, my comp is Darius Butler. Uh, 11 for me, the guy we've been talking about for, for many a years. Uh, Paulson De Debo from Stanford. Uh, I got a mid-third-round grade. Um, accomplished. Drayden Florence, big oh. throwback.
1: Drayden Florence, a good football player. He was. Those old Chargers teams. Uh, okay, yeah. fifteen for me is Rodarius Williams from Oklahoma State. Fourteen, Brandon Stevens from SMU. Thirteen, Benjamin St. Just from Minnesota. Twelve, Cam Bynum from Cal. Uh, and eleven, Keith Taylor from Washington.
0: All right, ten. Uh, this this we get into the big dogs. All these guys are. Early third and higher. So, Kelvin Joseph's my 10. We already talked about him. Late second, early third round grade for me. Um, my comp is Trayvon Mullen. I don't know why. He just feels like Trayvon Mullen when I watch him. Uh, nine for me. Tyson Campbell, Georgia. Late second, early third round grade. So, we're very close. My comp for him is Desmond Trufant. Eight for me. You got him at nickel. I got him here. Asante Samuel uh, Jr., that is. Uh, mid second. So, uh, bit of a bit of a leap there. There's a th- I got a tight group here. My next few guys are mid second. Uh, my comp is Dante Jackson. I couldn't find an, a comp I really liked for Dante Samuel. Um, seven for me, Aaron Robinson. Uh, one of the guys I'll be pounding the table for in this group. Uh, mid-second round grade. I kind of just went to the Mike Hughes comp because it was easy. <laughs> and six for me is Efatim Belafon, who loved his brother. I'm going to love him as well. Mid-second, my comp's Xavier Rhodes. Hey, mine too. And hey, I
1: also that's have funny. Six. Hey, um, there we go. Basically, we have a very similar top 10. I just have two of your guys in my nickel group. Um, Makes sense. Time time for me. This is where I have Robert Rochelle from Central Arkansas. 114th on my board, Ronald Darby comparison. Um, 9, Paulson Adebo from Stanford. 86th on my board, Shaquille Griffin comp. 8, Tyson Campbell from Georgia. 74th on the board, William Jackson comp. 7, Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky Seventieth on the board, Janoris Jenkins comp, Jack <laughs> uh and then six, Ifiatu Melifonu from Syracuse, fifty-first on my board, Xavier Rhodes uh, comp. So there's a bit of a jump to, to where he is. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's let's start with Rochelle uh, just quickly because you don't have him in there, and I, I'm a I think we're both lower on him than what we've heard. Um, yeah, I I'm with you on the the day three, the the fourth round, early mid fourth round. Obviously, tested off the charts. I think someone's gonna bank on that upside. Um, mm-hmm. you throw on the tape, and, and quite productive at Central Arkansas, my dad. You throw on the tape. Um, you see that athleticism, but he is so raw, and I think his ball skills just scared me off. Uh, he doesn't seem all that. I think he's so much better in zone than he is in man. I thought he struggled a lot in man um and and that comes back to finding the ball being able to find the ball in phase was a big problem but again you can see the athleticism i think he's got yeah. solid enough feet and he's he's a fluid athlete for sure um i think he's gonna take some time which maybe not surprising considering he's from central arc um he's a he's a boomer bus guy he's like a lesser version of kelvin joseph in my eyes
0: yeah i know very much so and uh i agree with everything you said you throw that in um past interference issues this past year um mm-hmm. Isn't a very aggressive player. I found.
1: No, I I, 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 don't, I, I, don't think he's a, like, he's not a guy I, I'm playing press man with, and I also in terms of run support, I, I think he's a below average yeah. tackler.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I felt like he just gave up a, a lot of stuff in front of him, and then kind of, just kind of dragged and tackled, and
1: it is what it is. Um, mm. like I think, a, yeah, his uh, own, he's at his best if he's playing in a zone heavy scheme uh, where that explosiveness to react and find, like I, he's a, a much better at finding the ball with his in, in zone. Like he doesn't have great eyes in zone, but like he really struggles to find the ball in man.
0: No. Yeah, I agree. But uh, like you said, uh, with that athleticism, 439, big jumps, uh, good agility, um, and that length, um, he's going to go top 100. Someone's going to bet been on that top 100. I just um, hope
1: it's not in the second round.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, for, for for I think for, I think for the team's sake and for his sake, so there's not like second round's got a little more uh, expectations than a third round pick does. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um, with Paulson and Debo, obviously opted out this year. Was phenomenal as a freshman. Kind of took a mm-hmm. step back uh, in in 2019, um, but like not a drastic step back but i just remember after his freshman year there was this guy's a future first round pick he's yeah. a th- he's a third round guy i think you said as well mid third yeah yeah he's a, another guy who i i really think press zone is his his best fit um he tested better than i was expecting actually um but again love him playing press i think his long speed and ability to, to stay connected um, to receiver on deep routes is a question. He can kind of get lost downfield. But if he's playing press zone, I like his instincts. I, I think he does a good job locating ball um, and breaking up passes. And, and another long guy.
0: Yeah, like like Rochelle, but at Stanford, you know, 6'1", 200 almost. Uh, good length, like an angular frame, kind of high cut, with really good testing. That, the 6'6", 9'3", kind of out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, that's you're betting on all those things top hundred, just like you are going to with Robert Rochelle. Um, and yeah, going going back, Gabe Di- Gabe Davis in 2019 just kicked his ass. Um, yes, <laughs> just ruined him uh, like multiple times. Just absolutely cooked him with double moves and and just <laughs> just, just cooked him. And that's something um, you mentioned.
1: that double moves are an issue for him. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like uh, I think he like tools are there yes in the and the production press, yeah, yeah big ball production
0: Yep. Yeah. no exactly so like third round mid-third late third uh you take them there and i think you feel feel like you know you're gonna get someone in there and, and to work on and uh pretend like drain and floor drain and Florence is a bit of a high end like what he could be kind of comp but down the line if you could develop him i think that's what you're looking at uh with tyson
1: campbell um yeah. you were what do you, you think third roundish. I I got a late second, early third on him, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're about the same. Um, Obviously, another long guy. Lots of long guys. When he is on, he looks like he... Mm -hmm. And he was a five-star. He looks like he could have been a first-round pick. Um, Definitely. The man coverage, press man. But there's also times where he really can struggle. uh, Especially finding the ball, he can get grabby. There are games also, though, like against Auburn, like he... He meets Seth Williams, his, his son, but there, but there's other games where you can see the rawness, and he's a young player, yeah. and and he can get kind of wonky with his foot, like he he'll take false yeah. steps, and I worry about, like he'll be physical in coverage, but not so much against the run.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's really true. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw some more in there. Um, he's just a bit like imbalanced when he's he's in yeah, his transition that's a good there. Yeah, yeah, especially like and he's super raw. Especially when he's like just trailing a receiver, he, it's kind of like he just doesn't know where they're going. And like uh, yeah, Seth Williams he he put the locks on. But like if you if you got a good route runner, um he can he can they can put some work in him pretty pretty decent. Yeah, like um,
1: he, he's at his best against those more of those power forward types and like he's not a guy you would feel comfortable following like Stefan Diggs into the slot
0: yeah no <laughs> exactly and like you said kind of struggles to find the ball and some kind of poor awareness at the at the catch point at times but yeah you, you throw all that aside when he's 6'1", 193 32 inch arms I'll keep saying it uh ran a four three six tested great he just turned 21 um you see the smooth hips the feet are quick um off the it's kind of funny when he's trailing he's kind of he kind of loses sense but off the line I think he mirrors well so like he puts himself in a good position that kind of loses it um, he's got that kind of second gear to make up ground on the on the deep balls, uh, with with the, with the deep speed too, um, and I, yeah, not physical in the run. or Maybe it's just kind of inconsistent, uh, but he's kind of physical through the route. So a lot of pieces there that I, I like him a lot. Um, and yeah. another guy like
1: you could down. turn this
0: guy into into something special. Um, yeah, the traits are there. It's just is it going to all come together for him?
1: Uh, and then six, or oh, well. Uh, yeah, we both have him say. We already talked about Kevin and Joseph. So, Mel Fonu, uh, obviously, his brother checkered, checkered NFL time because <laughs> went way too high just because of his athleticism and all that. Yeah. And didn't work out. He is a much better football player than his brother um, and has yeah. incredible athleticism like his brother. And the Xavier Rhodes comp feels like it works because of that size. He can overwhelm people at the line of scrimmage using that size. He is. Way more fluid than you would expect out of a corner of that size. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see the twitch. I do think ball skills need to improve. He needs to, again, a guy who needs to do a better job finding the ball in phase. Um, Yeah. And, 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 like, he needs to be better at locating and making play on the ball. Um, I think he's really great in zone coverage. And good enough in man. Uh, Feet can be an issue. I think he's a guy who... Uh, similar to tyson campbell is going to struggle with route runners which i mean that's that's kind of classic with all bigger corners Um, you know
0: it's yeah you know what i think is funny the opposite of he's kind of the opposite of tyson campbell in the aspect where he mirrors really well off the release sorry uh he doesn't really mirror uh well off the release where campbell Mm -hmm. does but then early in 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 his pedal he's really good in his mirror so it's it's kind of funny um yeah, you know, also kind of funny with him too. You see some tightness in his hips when he's kind of flipping, but not when he's changing direction and, and kind of making a play on the ball.
1: Yeah, he, um, he for a bigger guy, he his change of direction is pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, like you know, the the instincts are kind of raw. Like he's more
1: reactive than instinctive. Yes, yeah. Like and um, he he's he's a guy who, like, is just such a freaky athlete. I'm pretty sure he's playing lacrosse at Syracuse early on in his career there as well.
0: <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta love that. It, you know what? Uh, just a couple more. I, I'm a really big fan of Mel and he's he's I one of my favorite. Yeah, more favorite players to watch. Um, so like another thing, it's kind of like you just gotta kind of clean it up because I I don't know if he's like not a super active run defender, or maybe he's just a bit hesitant, or like he just zones in on his his guy in coverage and kind of just needs to read the backfield better. I think it might be that one. There's a because couple it's not guys
1: in general yeah. in this class who do a bad job yes realizing it's a run play
0: yeah yeah they do no for sure and you know what that might just be the way they're coached up
1: also now. true also true
0: yeah but no okay. I, I definitely th- i don't think it's a lack of, of willingness with Melfanu. um because no. you'll see him run a lane and make a hit and he's on skill- feisty
1: yeah his take-on skills aren't bad it's, yes you're, you're no i think it's just awareness than anything
0: yeah yeah no i think he's got um some better take-on skills. more of the better take-on skills in the group because his hands are strong, like, he he got some good good pop in his hands. Uh, he can shed and make a tackle, mm-hmm. and you see the athletic ability when he's coming down to play the run. Um, anyway, sorry, uh, more on the on the on the plus side. Um, like, yeah, uh, the ball skills. Um, you'd like to see him bring down more more interceptions. I think I think I'm a little higher on him. At just getting his hands on the ball. Um, he's physical at the catch point. I, I like that. Um, he like uh, he's got some thump as a tackler. Going back to that and. I don't know. Like I think he's he's another guy that takes good ankles to to the ball, not not as a ball carrier, but with the ball in the air, um, getting PBU's without turning his uh, off hand and, and turning the guy. Uh, all the pieces are there, and you, like you said, he's six two and a half, 205, and he's long, and he's a good athlete. Everything is there for him to be a, a, an Xavier Rhodes at his best type of corner.
1: Yeah, the the Vikings should draft him you're right.
0: They, <laughs> I mean, they do love drafting corners. So would you be surprised?
1: No. Uh okay, wanna give me your five to one?
0: Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh five for me. Uh kinda kinda in the same range here, but uh a little bit ahead. Um Eric Stokes from Georgia. I Finish got a mid second on him. My comp is uh Kyle Fuller. Uh four for me, Greg Newsome. I got an early second round grade on him. Finish your drink. I struggle with a comp. I put I put DJ Hayden plus. So maybe DJ Hayden were if he lived up to his where he went expectations um three for me caleb farley uh i think we're gonna have the same top five. Oh no, yeah, no we don't no, never mind i'm full shit no no oh wait same so guys the, but the, different order. our
1: five our five yeah. to three is the same
0: yeah 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 uh t- t- borderline first i like, I'm in that 25 to 40 range uh, <laughs> I, I had to do i i drained in florence earlier so i had to come back and hit quentin jammer here for for caleb farley <laughs> uh two for me uh jc horn 15 to 25 uh, draft grade, um, but I think he's like he's he's, he's like 14th, 15 on my board. So I struggle with a JC Horn cop. Uh, I, 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 I you know what I tried to do a throwback to a guy that was underrated, Chris McAllister. It was similar build, maybe not as uh, athletic, but a really good football player. I have a Chris McAllister and,
1: uh, poster in my childhood bedroom.
0: Chris McAllister is he's way too forgotten because he's a really it's, good. Football it's because
1: there was so many great players on that defense. Yeah. But he was yeah, like an uh, all pro at his pr- in his prime.
0: Yeah, no, uh, exactly. And number one for me is Patrick Sertain, top fifteen grade. And I had to do the Nomdi Osimo awesome comp. <laughs>
1: um, that, that uh, I've got. I, I wrote down two for him. Um, that was one of them. He, uh, oh, I had a tough I, time I, with some of these comps as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So five for me is also Eric Stokes, forty second on my board. I think he is, I don't know that he will be the first corner of the second round taken, but I think he should be. Um, I got a Byron Jones comp. He is so freaking athletic. Uh, more on that in a bit. Uh, four for me is Greg Newsom from Northwestern. Twenty-six on my board, Darius Slay comp. Uh, three, Killed Farley. 15th on my board, very high on Killed Farley. Uh, I'm betting on that upside. Uh, Stefan Gilmore comp. Like, I really like Killed Farley. Um, two, Patrick Sertain. 13th on my board. I put the Awesome Wall. I also put Antonio Cromartie. I I struggled, <laughs> I struggled to pick one. Uh, and then yeah. one, J.C. Horn, 11th on my board. Um, Marlon Humphrey comp.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, sorry, just to clear it up. Sertan is 12th on my board. Um, and Horn is 16. I, I don't... There's no one jumping either, though. So, like, my, my top 20
1: is pretty much set in stone now. Um. Okay, let's do... Let, let's, let's talk to Stokes. Who kind of was overshadowed? It felt like during this season by Tyson Campbell, um, mm-hmm. better better football player, freaky athlete. Yeah, um, I thought like the, the that twitch that his footwork it all like I think he could play press. He could play off. Um, he, he's he's a part of the reason I think he's the first corner off the board on day two. I think he's more scheme versatile than a lot of these other guys. He's a lot. You yeah, can play in inside too. Yeah, like he can follow a guy and. Yeah. There's a lot to like with him. Like, I think he's a long-term starting NFL corner who's got some borderline Pro Bowl upside. Um, he's not the most physical dude in press, and uh, especially not the most physical dude tackling. But I think he does a really good job um, in coverage with his cover instincts. I think he does, especially that Florida game, the pick six off Trask, where he can he yeah. for, he, he was kind of he was kind of physicaling his receiver. Down the field and, and came off him. Had eyes on Trask. Played the receiver with his body. Had eyes on Trask. Popped off his guy. It was a lot of bad from Florida, and, and just found the ball and it ended up in the end zone. Um, you saw his speed on that play too. The, yeah, it, he,
0: yeah, He's dangerous after the interception.
1: Yeah, it's just for me that athleticism, the the ball location skills, and the mm-hmm. and I, I, I really think he has great feet too. Um, not a lot of yep. false steps I found with him. All that just packages into being an NFL starting corner, and I can get over the lack of willingness in the run.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of funny because he's he's not small. Like he's six foot and a half, one ninety four, uh, with good length, almost 33 inch arms. Um, but he's kind of got like a narrow frame, which I found kind of interesting. He's built,
1: he's built like a sprinter, which he ran yeah, track, no. so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So and then, yeah, like I agree with a lot of uh, what you just said. Um, I'll add that, like he he competes with physical targets better than most guys with his type of frame. So, like you said, yeah. kind of kind of he he's physical. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was agreeing. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And then, um, I think like he, another guy, kind of bit grabby with his offhand, which a lot of corners are. It's hard not to be. Um, kind of plays the man instead of the ball at times which never never great you know he just settles for letting the guy make the catch and kind of bring him down um quick and then uh i don't know i think he can kind of just improve his feel for routes and, and the space around him through traffic um you know on those crossers and stuff if you feel like he can get a little bit lost so just things to clean up but the upside is huge
1: um and i i do like i do like eric so it's a lot uh, and then with Greg Newsome, I think he is so fluid and natural, uh, like I wonderful feet, really solid. No, he tested, I think even better than I was expecting. But really, mm-hmm. just natural man cover corner. Not gonna overwhelm you overwhelm you with physicality, but just his mirroring ability is really awesome. Is like there is his feet are one of some of the best in the class. Um, yeah. I think he's a. Borderline Pro Bowl type player in the NFL and an instant impact starting corner. Um, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really have anything that he—he's just really clean. Is kind of was my main takeaway with Greg Newsome.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know. You know what's also interesting? Um, like you said, he's a clean guy. Um, he's just turning twenty-one as well, which he feels like he plays beyond his age. Um, yeah, obviously a compliment. You know what? He's kind of like, like he, like you said. Definitely one of the best feet in the class. Um, he plays really well balanced. Um, yeah. He's got that click and close burst. He's aggressive through the catch point. Um, I think there's like a sl- sometimes a very slight hesitation in the trigger to close, um, which will probably come with, with time. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Um, some of the more knocks on him. Um, another guy is kind of wiry. Like he, he, he's he's kind of narrow and not super long, um, but like it's not a huge knock um only one career interception but a lot of he's getting his hand on the ball a lot so you're gonna always want him to be bringing more down and i don't know if this is something that i kind of just noticed um he's kind of got like a like a weird mechanical running style to 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 him um i don't know did you notice that or is it just me
1: well i think he's really smooth i kind of understand what you mean i think he's really smooth and he uh, maybe i just see it more as he's technically sound with the way he plays it's know you know
0: what you know when you really see it is when he's just like you know trying to make up ground on on a deep route or something like that. I don't know what it is. It's, I'm not even saying it's a knock. It's just kind of something that that I noticed and it was kind of awkward to me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I good football player. Um, sh- would I be surprised to see him go in the first round? No, at all. I kind of expect him to. Um, so, 30, but I think I, he's more like.
1: Yeah, I, I think he deserves to go in the first round because I'm not going to have 32 first round grades and. I think there's like yeah I think mid to late twenties is his his perfect spot.
0: He's probably gonna end up like thirty one or thirty two on my board. So,
1: hmm.
0: um yeah like right 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 around there yeah probably like thirty one to be honest if I'm just retracting. Um yeah so you no know, I, I like Greg Newsom he's a good football player. Um he's he's kind of like uh interesting he's clean I agree.
1: Uh okay, and then we we talk fairly, we talk certain, we talk more. That that's enough. Of that we're talking yeah. Nichols tomorrow, so you you'll hear AJ finally get to talk about Asante Samuel and Aaron Robinson. I'll also talk about them, and then we'll talk about how Elijah Molden's perfect, and you know <laughs> gets the UW bump and all that stuff. The, the do normal you, stuff we give you every year from the show.
0: Do you have Wade as? Where do you have Wade? I've been with
1: Nichols. Okay. I do I, right I, now too, but don't I, be
0: surprised if I have him as a safety. But yeah,
1: I was I was debating that literally all day today as I watched him, and then
0: I decided. Um, to nickel. Any of the the safety guys that you, you lumped into nickel just for for tomorrow?
1: Um, I I debated it. I didn't like Ardarius Washington, but to me he is just and like he's more of a nickel in general. Um, but mm-hmm. no, like Javon Holland, I'm sticking with at safety. For, I think it's uh, kind of the biggest question.
0: So, uh, you're sorry you you, had, you stuck with Holland at safety or, or at nickel safety safety. Okay, okay, and and Washington at nickel at nickel, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I'm leaning I'm leaning that way right now as as well
1: because I just wanted to make the safety talk more interesting. Um, <laughs> okay, NFC North Rock. Yeah, you you got the Lions. You can
0: go ahead. Lions pride. Uh their first pick, I I think they're coming away with Devonte Smith, Bama is who I'm putting them seven. Uh, this might be a trade back, um, but I think I think Devonte Smith's their guy. My my kind of whole mock is um, getting players to Detroit, who can kind of or, or for most of these guys that play with an edge or like play with a quiet confidence. You know, guys that culture can kind of change changes. the culture. Yeah, exactly. So Devonte Smith, I think he's definitely one of those guys, more of a quiet leader, and obviously fucking stud uh, bring him in uh, there's your wide receiver one uh 41st overall uh i'm bringing in nick bolton one of rob's favorite players uh another guy he's gonna bring the thump in the wrong game he's gonna be a, a a tone setter on defense you're gonna stick him in the middle and you're gonna feel good about that um third round okay. 72nd overall ronnie perkins who another guy uh really really good motor um obviously some you know suspension issues and stuff but when he's on the field He's a damn good football player, and uh, I think he kind of fits what I expect that new uh, Aaron Glenn defense to look like coming off the edge. Um, and then pick one hundred one from the Rams for Goff. Um, I'm taking Robert Rochelle here. Um, so so I
1: kind of that's a worthwhile yeah. bet for them to make.
0: Yeah, um, this Aaron Glenn looks at him. He's like, okay, this is a project for me. I know my corners. Let's get him in. I can work with him. And I can uh, I can turn him into someone that can start start opposite Jeff Okuda, who it's also going to be some work for him, but. No, I think that's the, that's someone that he's going to be excited to get his hands on.
1: It, that feels like an ideal four first picks for them. Thank you. Assuming assuming they can't get one of the quarterbacks.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's the biggest assume, assumption, um, and I'm making that assumption. <laughs> Fair.
1: Uh, okay, Vikings. Um, I will start with the 14th overall pick where I, I – it's kind of – this. we talked about this on our edge show. This is the spot that it feels like the first edge goes – uh, I've penciled in Jalen Phillips, who's my number one edge. Uh, but it, it, it could be, really, it could be any of them. Um, I, I, you bet on that athleticism. Um, and I think sticking him up to Daniel Hunter would be pretty terrifying. They do not have a second-round pick. Third round, 78th overall. They need a safety to put with Harrison Smith. They also have some questions uh, at corner in general, um, including at the nickel spot, where Richie Grant can play safety or he can play nickel. Uh, richie grant's kind of polarizing there seems to be some people absolutely yeah. love him to the point where he's a top 40 player um, some people don't like him i kind of feel as if i'm in the middle i think he's kind of in the 65 to 80 range so i've got him right here uh, and we'll talk about him more on the safety show uh, in the 90th they let riley reef go that other means ezra cleveland's moving to left tackle or they need a tackle. And if Ezra Cleveland's moving to the tackle, they need a guard. Liam Eikenberg, Notre Dame. Um, he like, it doesn't have the upside, of the, which they bet on with Ezra Cleveland last year, but he's one of the safer uh, picks. And I, I think he's, he's a good bet to potentially play, play yeah. uh, guard if they move Ezra Cleveland to left tackle.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like them bringing in someone that's just going to come in and plug and play, and you're not going to have to worry about. As opposed to you know Ezra Cleveland, who um, big flash last year, uh, but if he's kicking outside, uh, even if he's not, he's a big work in progress. Mm-hmm. You know they, they they swung with Brian O'Neill a bit too. Um, you know what I mean. So they've always kind of swung on these guys. So I think I think bringing in someone like Eichenberg that you're not going to have
1: to worry would, about.
0: You're like okay, he's my guard ba- there. Base, we're good.
1: Based on you mentioning Ezra Cleveland and Brian O'Neill, let's say that the thought process is um, Ezra Cleveland sticking at guard. And I know Spencer Brown played right tackle, but Spencer Brown <laughs> yeah. fits the way they've drafted for that offensive line. In yeah, the he does. Industry. He does. Um, okay, Chicago Bears, 20th overall. Just just can build, like, I don't know. The plan here doesn't make a ton of sense, it seems. It seems like the the front office, the coaching staff, has gone after this year. So just take a safe bet in Tevin Jenkins, who could plug and play a right tackle, help, help kind of pick up the slack for that offensive line, be a tone setter. Uh, 52nd. Get Eddie Jackson, who's fantastic on the back end. Get him. A, get him a guy who can make some plays down low and cover tight ends. Hompson and Cyril Dean from Florida State. Another guy we're going to talk about on our safety show. He's a bit of a wild card because of the injury history. Yeah, but the size and it, it is really interesting. And although he struggled against slot receivers and outside receivers at the Senior Bowl, he was awesome when he was matched up one on one with tight ends. Um, and then third round, a super recent riser. Uh, who I saw the hype and I was like, let's see and I believe AJ actually mentioned him on a receiver show. Uh as a sleeper, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Deep and, and yeah. Amir Smith Marset, eighty third overall. Bankett, I think he's a top one hundred pick. Um ridiculous testing numbers to go with not the most production in college, but he's constantly open. He's so twitchy. I, I think he he'd be assuming this is assuming that Anthony Miller is actually traded instead of just constantly being talked about as a trade piece. Uh And I think he'd be a really interesting compliment to Mooney and Allen Robinson. And he's a bit of a gadget guy too. Can do a lot of things. And be a return yeah. man. Because they lost Cordero Patterson to the Falcons. So then you return That's a good man. point. That's a good point. Um,
0: I, Yeah, I'm not – I like <laughs> I like him. Uh, I'm not buying the top 100 quite though. But I can understand the He's all the way up to my receiver 14. Okay. All right. Um, I feel like if he lands with the Bears, it's like he's he's gonna get wasted. <laughs> but yeah, I see the, the idea from the Chicago side for sure. Okay. Go ahead. With speaking. The yeah. Speaking of gadgety wide receivers, Kadarius Tony to the Packers, twenty overall. Do it. Make it happen, Green Bay. I love this so much. He could, you know, <laughs> he can be your Tyler Irvin. <laughs> for what they have actually been trying to get out of Tyler Irvin, that doesn't work. He can just be your your, 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 you can be your Tyler Irvin times Randall Cobb, and he can finally, finally give Aaron Rodgers. It's it's ridiculous how little they put around uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean they've done a good job finding later guys and Adams obviously, but just please just spend a premium pick helping Aaron Rodgers out because you did zero last year helping him out. Do it here. You owe it to him after his fucking MVP year. All right, stop Bring boy. Stone. Get to the next pick, friend. This next pick is less fun. That's why I spent more time. Baron Browning, 60-second overall Wrong. to, Love to it. the Packers.
1: Yeah. Oren Burks, Baron Browning, all the athleticism.
0: <laughs> yeah, get a big old thumper. They missed Jeremy Chin last year because they're idiots. He's not Jeremy Chin, but it's uh, <laughs> size and speed, athleticism. Bring him in. Let him thump around and and just run behind that that Packers defensive line. Speaking of the Packers defensive line, I'm adding to it uh, Dale Odiangbo from Vandy maybe this is a little late, but I like the fit kind of, you know, you can kind of do everything in the first versatile front there. You get Preston uh, Smith,
1: you got Zedarius Smith, you got Sean Gary, and now you get dial. You got all the edges.
0: Yeah. But, but they need, you know, they need, I mean, Kenny Clark in the middle, but they need like a, a five tech. So like just kind of play him more as a five tech. And then she when did they go third Andy. down. Yeah, exactly. So first and second down, true five tech third down, uh, using where the hell, whatever hell crazy packages you want to come up with all those guys. Um, and I, I think you know, early attack uh, offense, wide receiver specifically, and then add to that defense, and you'll be getting back to the NFC Championship game. Oh wow, bold statement! I would have taken a running back. That I'm still upset how terrible that cl- that fucking draft class was last year.
1: Okay, AJ Dillon had a 100 yard rushing game
0: in the snow. Yeah, and then they signed Aaron Jones back. Well, I love Aaron Jones. But
1: oh my god. Uh, but- Josiah DeGuar is
0: breaking out, though, so that, that's, that's the truth. That is the truth, and that's what we'll end on.